to the world of digital sound. Hey guys, how you doing? This is Ken. This is the Ken Burton Show podcast story. And let's kick off by telling you that all, some, any, or bits of this may or may not be true, and none of this actually is meant to represent anybody both living or dead. (laughs) I cover everything. I think that's everything. Oh dear. The times I'm asked for these, you know, people keep saying to me, do do another podcast story, do another podcast story. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, but you know, not very many people watch them, so I don't know. Anyway, uh, this is, um, (laughs) oh God, this is uh, one that I've been kind of saving and I've had to make a phone call because I've had to (laughs) ask somebody if I can put this up. Um, But he's agreed. Uh, He's a good sport, really. And uh, I'm going to, oh dear, it's going to be difficult trying to get round the name thing on this. I'm going to call him... Uh, I'm going to call him Hunter, okay? Because uh, he had a nickname which was very similar to that. And uh, in fact, um, you know, he's uh, he had a name very similar to Mike Michael Hunter, which I know means <laughs> means that his name was Mike Hunt. <laughs> Has anyone seen Mike Hunt? <laughs> oh, dear. he had a very very similar to name to that. Anyway. Uh, so his name wasn't Bob. Uh, so anyway, you know, let, let's go and uh, delve into um, Hunter's story. Now, Hunter's story is more to do with his girlfriend than it is him. And I guess when you think about how long ago was this? Christ, I guess we were 17 years old, um, around that sort of time. And it was back in the days when, when Coombe Abbey in Coventry was uh, basically a park and nothing more it had a pub in it and we used to hang around Coombe and you know um sometimes anyway you know it was I guess it was pre my days really when I was getting into kind of I was I was on the fringes of getting into cutting shirts and uh vehicle retrieval and and all this sort of stuff so it was kind of very early days and I was buying and selling a lot of cars myself um and you know just easy money in those days i mean you could literally buy a car for maybe 250 quid polish it and then put it up for 500 the following week and it would sell it was madness you know uh but anyway the, the, i used to probably i used to make about 500 quid a week out of that and uh, at that age that was quite a bit of money and you know it was it was a, one of those carefree summers that you have and you know, we'd meet up of an evening and maybe we'd go and have a walk somewhere or, you know, down to the woods, down to the fields, whatever. Or, you know, maybe we'd go and take a drive out of Coombe Abbey and play football on the, on the you know, bits of grass there or uh, go and have a drink in the bar, go and have a wander around. It was very, very carefree days. Now, I had a girlfriend at the time and uh she she was okay i mean uh, you know i i wasn't really to be honest i was seeing other people <laughs> let's get that straight <laughs> oh i know it wasn't a serious relationship anyway now hunter is one of the guys that used to hang around with us and uh hunter and his girlfriend had been going out for about a year he was quite serious about it she was quite serious about him well i thought anyway 
and uh, you know it was it was one of those relationships really that nobody ever paid attention to you know whenever you saw Hunter you saw her whenever you saw her you saw Hunter if you phoned Hunter she'd answer if you phoned her he'd answer it was one of those sort of relationships so anyway Saturday morning right I've got a car for sale and my girlfriend's around at uh, my mum and dad's house which is where I was selling the car from and um, she came around as well I'm not going to give her a name because it really would give it away so anyway she she was around as well with my missus uh, girlfriend and uh, this guy turns up to buy the car and he was all right actually he was a good bloke I, th I quite you know I quite liked him I and mean, he wasn't he wasn't an idiot he knew what he was buying like and he, he said yeah I just need a car for like six months um, you know while I'm saving up to get myself a, a decent one I just need something to get to work with you know uh, will it do that you know I don't mind if it's a bag of nuts but just be straight with me you know and I was like yeah all right I'll be straight with you mate it's and I told him the pitfalls of the car told him the good bits bad bits it was an old Fiesta actually it was a I think it was a Mark II Fiesta. Quite a nice little motor, actually. Anyway, um, the, both of them are my missus, my girlfriend and her. Um, they're both in the garage as this guy is around there. And my, my dad has this massive double garage. And they're just kind of chatting away at the back. And this guy is eyeing up my girlfriend and this other girl. And uh, during the sale, he says to me, so which one's yours then, mate? <laughs> <laughs> that one over there and he went oh fucking hell who's the other one with i said nah mate she's with a mate of mine he went oh okay so anyway uh he bought the car and i went in to go and do the paperwork and stuff and fuck me i couldn't find the bloody logbook oh god i was searching high and low chances are my mum had moved it but anyway I'm searching around in the house and I came back and said, I'm awfully sorry, mate. Look, I'm not going to sell you the car without the logbook. Just give me give me another 10 minutes and I'll find it. She came, My girlfriend came in as well to uh, help look for it, leaving her and this guy basically to chat away. And we didn't think anything of it, to be honest. And then uh, I came out, having eventually found the logbook, uh, did the deal with the guy, drove away in the car. I got the pennies and, um, you know, didn't think anything of it. Anyway, a week later, Hunter gives me a shout and he says, uh, you know, you're going down the Abbey this week, uh, weekend. So I was, yeah, yeah, I'll go down there. Uh, is everyone going? He said, no, I just want to, I want to go down there and talk with, talk with you. I said, really? That's a bit weird. I mean, it's not as if Hunter was my best mate or anything. He did have a BFF, so I, d I don't really understand it. Anyway, uh, went, went down to Coombe, sat in the bar with him and uh, we're having a drink. And he says, uh, do you know this guy that turned up last week and bought that Fiesta? And I was like, no, nah, no idea, mate. He's just somebody who cut me out of the paper. He says, not a mate of yours or anything. No, 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 no. Why? He said, he's fucking having a go at my missus. <laughs> what? He says, yeah, seriously, seriously. Apparently, they met around your place when you were selling him the car. Um, and there was a bit of an exchange of phone numbers. And he's uh, like taking her out twice. Oh, fucking hell, he works fast. It's only been a week. Jesus. So I said, no, no, mate, he's nothing to do with me. Hunter, you know, if you want to go and rip this guy a new one, feel free, mate. It doesn't bother me. And he went, yeah, that's okay. I just wanted to kind of clear that, really. So anyway, um, the, the whole thing got a bit kind of messy. And everyone was gossiping, you know. And all the girls were on her side. All the boys were on his side. And it was all a bit, you know, oh, for fuck's sake. 
and everyone's everyone was arguing over it you know is she in the right is he in the right well she wouldn't have gone out with another bloke unless he wasn't doing something right and we're like well you know if she really was into hunter she wouldn't have fucked off with some other bloke and the other blokes are twat anyway because he's he's likely to get his um his uh, features rearranged uh, so we we were all kind of there was a lot of debate over it uh, over about a week, and Hunter kept a really low profile, but he was talking to her during this time, and she was still going out with this guy with a fiesta. I had sold him the fiesta. So anyway, we we're kind of you know we're all kind of hoping that the thing is going to die away, and then uh, Hunter tells us that um, you know basically him and his missus have split up. And we were like, uh, okay, so right, well, you know, not like we can do about that. And uh, come on, Hunter, come with us at the weekend. We'll get down the Abbey, we'll have a beer, have a laugh and have a good time. So we all piled down to uh, Coombe Abbey uh, that afternoon or the, later that afternoon. And we, we're out there in the sunshine and we're throwing the ball around, drinking a few brewskis, you know, chatting away. And a car pulls up and it's not a car we recognise. And, uh, you know, she gets out of it, <laughs> Hunter's ex, and so does he. Now, he's not driving the Fiesta, which I thought was interesting. But anyway, so the two of them get out of the car. They come over and go, hi, 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 shake a few hands. And we're like, what the fuck? And my girlfriend's going, well, why shouldn't she come out with us? You know, I mean, uh, you know, she's she's been hanging around with us for like a year. Why shouldn't she come out with us? She's a friend. I say, yeah, but, oh, God, awkward. <laughs> so anyway, the first thing this this guy does is come up to me, shake me hand and put his arm around my shoulder and go, all right, Ken, how's it going, mate? And I, oh, fuck off, you know, don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. I don't need it. And the hunter's looking at me with daggers, you know. And then uh, he, he, like, says hello to a few people and you've got to admire the bottle of this guy but then he went over to hunter he put his hand out and went no hard feelings mate <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> um hunter kind of exploded right and uh just kind of went for him now for whatever reason and don't ask me why we all stopped him all right and with hindsight maybe that would have been the wrong thing to do but it just seemed like the right thing to do at the time you know the guy had shown immense amounts of bottle in coming down to see us he was obviously you know just trying to be a part of uh our group and she was a part of our group so and when you look at it now with hindsight you got to think well why not you know what was the problem but obviously there was a problem because hunter was a fucking problem uh anyway we had a very, very uh, awkward half an hour whilst um, Hunter eventually uh, got in his car, slammed the door and took off with his wheel spin and smoke coming out of the back tyres and uh, basically with the fuck the lot of you, fuck the lot of you, you know, call yourselves friends and, and then he went. And uh, anyway, this guy went, oh, shit, you know, I'm really sorry about causing that. And, and like the, my response was, you can say fuck all. You just say fuck all, mate. Anyway, I, I, I had nothing against this guy. I mean, I really didn't. Anyway, 
So a couple of days pass. I mean, we we did have, you know, a few more brewskis. The boys were talking. The girls were talking. The girls were all saying, well, it's a good thing, good thing. Boys are all saying, yeah, but, you know, if he's around and Hunter's not going to be around, Hunter's our mate. And all of a sudden, our, our, you know, our little niche circle of friends and, and people that we used to hang around with has just, like, been split down the middle because of this. And my argument was to my girlfriend at the time that, you know, they ought to maybe both do the, the decent thing and just back off, you know. She ought to back the fuck off and Hunter ought to back off and, you know, he can come to... He could come with us on our boys' nights out and they could go on their girls' nights out. And she she suggested maybe as a compromise that might be a good idea. So anyway, um, we went on for a couple of weeks relationship between uh this girl and fiesta man were getting uh, moderately serious by the look of it i mean it didn't look like it was going to be a one-week thing anyway hunter was keeping a low profile although he was coming out on the boys nights and uh having a laugh you know and and like we decided that the best thing to do would be to get him laid anyway so we we set him up a couple of times and he did, you know, he he took uh, the odd girl back to his place and, you know, then following morning didn't want to talk to her, you know. He was still quite smitten with his ex and it was he was having a really difficult time in getting over the fact that he'd been dumped, he'd been publicly dumped, dumped for another guy and this guy had effectively dived in and tried to just replace him in our little niche group. Now that was the that was the tricky bit. I honestly, I, I just didn't know how to handle it. I just didn't know. I didn't know what the best thing to do was, you know. And I consider myself one of the sensible ones. <coughs> so, uh, talking amongst the boys, you know, we, we decided that we'd be okay doing what we're doing, and as long as we kept, you know, to going to boys' nights out with hunts, then uh, we we'd be okay. Anyway, we all went out boys' night out this particular night. Oh, God. We we did uh, Busters, which was a nightclub in Coventry in those days. It was a bit of a hovel, but uh, it, was, it was a nice hovel. And then we went to the posh one, which was Park Lane. And we all got into Park Lane. My brother was, um, was on the door that night, so we got him free. And uh, we all kind of, you know, piled in there. And the girls are in there. And we're like, oh, fuckity fuck, fuck. So anyway, um, he's not there, Mr. Fiesta Man, but she is. And obviously Hunter's with us. And the two of them kind of stood together and said, look, let's just fucking talk about this, you know, sensibly. And, you know, anyway, within about a minute, an argument had erupted and the DJ was saying, bounce us to the floor, please. Bounce us to the floor. Oh, fuck. So anyway, um, <clears throat> in they come, diving in. Uh, obviously, my, my brother uh, knew Hunter, so you know uh, he didn't. You know he was he was like keeping the other bouncers at bay and saying that you know don't worry, don't worry, I know him. So he, uh, come on, and he escorted Hunter to the front door, as a few of us did, you know. And um, it was a likewise with. Uh, girls at the time it was a different set of rules for girls at the time because it wouldn't matter if there was a fight in the middle of a dance floor between a girl and a boy the boy would be thrown out right those were just the rules uh, she'd be allowed to stay and everyone knew this everyone accepted it I'm not 
entirely sure it's like that these days but um those were the rules so you know likewise i mean she was uh kind of ushered to a corner and she was followed by my girlfriend and all her mates you know and then uh hunter was taken to the door and he was told you know i'm sorry Hunter, you've got to leave so you know we do we just kind of we're all feeling really really sad about this and uh hunt just got he got more and more into himself and more and more down about the whole thing he stopped going out with us on boys nights out he phoned me a couple of times and left me some fucking horrendous messages and he started hitting the bottle like a bastard you know he was drinking like a twat he it wasn't only me i mean he'd left messages on a few of the other guys and phones as well and we we just didn't know how to handle it, you know. He's he's calling us cunts and you know bastards, and you call yourselves friends. And he'd always do it when he was pissed, and then the following day you get the phone call to apologise. But honestly, I was like, I, I just got to the point where I didn't want to answer the phone on a, you know, on a a, a late midweek phone call because I knew it'd be him. Just fucking knew it would. Anyway, uh, a few weeks went past. A few months went past he stopped phoning us he stopped calling us and he stopped accepting our phone calls and he basically stopped you know going out with us completely and fiesta man started as a favor not a favor through me it was um basically uh hunt's ex she and her girly mates including my girlfriend uh, were putting pressure on us guys to at least let him come out with us on the odd occasion, Mr. Fiesta Man. And uh, it's a bit difficult talking about this when you can't talk names. And we did. We we agreed to it. And he came out. And fair enough, he was a nice bloke. He really was a nice bloke. And I will tell you his name, actually. I will. His name was Steve. All right? His name was Steve. And that is his real name. Uh, although some or any of this might or might not be true. Anyway, so Steve came out with us and uh, I was around working on my car one, one afternoon and I'm getting a car ready to be resold the following week and Steve comes around in his motor in, in the Fiesta and he says, you know, Ken, it's running like a dog and I can't work out what it is. And I, c I could spot it straight away. It was only running on three cylinders. So I'd look at it and he got, uh, basically got a rotor arm uh, problem. So, oh, it's, well, not the rotor arm itself, but the the um, uh, cap, one of the spikes on the cap had broke. Anyway, so we replaced it for him because I happened to have one and uh, got it running again. And we got to chatting and all that. And he, he was like, you know, it's really great that you guys have kind of, you know, not accepted me, but at least given me a shot. And we were like, yeah, you know, we, you know, it's, it's just the way it's panned out. It isn't the way I would have wanted it, you know. And Hunter was a good mate of mine. And now Hunter just thinks I'm a cunt. So, you know, I, I really didn't want it to pan out that way. And he understood that. And, uh, anyway, we carried on talking and we opened a few brewskis in the garage and uh, we're chatting away. And then uh, he said, so... So uh, what's the what's the crack then with you boys uh, going away this year? Are you all going away? And I said, uh, oh yeah, we we are. We're all planning on going to you know such and such, and we're, we're gonna have a <clears throat> we're gonna have a long weekend in Skegness before that, and you know we're gonna do this. Why do you fancy tagging along? And he he said, well, I'll be out with the boys uh, in uh, Benidorm uh, this this summer anyway, or later on this summer, just coming into the end of summer. And he said, oh, I tell you, man, the fanny out there, fucking beautiful. 
Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, last time I went out, right, uh, there was this girl out there and, uh, you know, she was just corking. And he said, I've, like, when I spoke to her last week, I, I asked her if she was going out again and she is, so I'm definitely up for that. And I was like, oh, really? Really? Yeah, yeah, man, I'm going to fuck the living shit out of that out there. I said, right, where is she? Then? Oh, she's in Manchester. I've been up here a few times, stayed over once or twice. I said, oh, right, okay. Um, so anyway, uh, I thought, well, nah, that's interesting because he's obviously doing the dirty on Hunter's X, which is all right. <laughs> His business, not my business. And I am to be, you know, telling the boys about this. So anyway, we're all out week or so later all the girls all the boys and hunt hunter steve's not there all right and uh poor fiesta man is away and we said to hunter's ex where is he and he said oh he's got some sort of business in manchester this weekend so he's spending the weekend up there and i went ah that's interesting and my my girlfriend said why is that I said, well, because he told me he's been shagging this bird from Benidorm. She lives in Manchester. And he goes up to see her every now and then. Oh. <laughs> At which point she went fucking apeshit that I hadn't told her this before. And I was like, oh, look, I don't know, do I? What am I? Fucking counsellor. <laughs> give a shit what he's doing. So, he's, you know, he's not a mate of mine. He's just a guy that hangs around. And uh, anyway... She went and told the rest of the girls. The rest of the girls went and told her. She does the most unbelievable fucking thing. She went straight round to see Hunter. I could not believe that. I just couldn't believe it. She went straight round to Hunter's, cried on his fucking shoulder. Oh, what a bunch of bastards your mates are. They knew he was fucking around. They didn't tell me. I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. Anyway, uh, a few days after that, I can't remember how long it was, I get a knock on my door. I open the door. As soon as I open the door, I get smacked in the mouth by Hunter. And I mean, I got smacked in the mouth. He wasn't holding back. He was fucking angry. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he said, you know, you could have, like, told me or you could have told her rather than just let this new fucking mate of yours go and fuck anything he likes, you know. No, no it, it's not that way, you know. It's not that way. And he, he really laid into me, you know, over this. And I didn't, like, you know, not not physically. I mean, he just punched me in once. And I didn't retaliate on him because he just got it wrong, you know. He just got it so, so wrong. And he, he just thought that, you know, we'd brought this guy into the fold, welcomed him with open arms, and, you know, um, we knew that he was shagging another bird and that Hunter's ex was getting, you know, shit all over. And that we didn't... And I just... Oh, man. It was just a crazy, crazy situation. Anyway, um, I told the boys about it that night when we were out. Well, I, I couldn't not tell them, really, because I had this fucking great bruise on the side of my face. <laughs> And they were like, you know, that is that is so out of order. I said, well, it is out of order, but it's not. I mean, look at it from his point of view. And we're like, we couldn't explain it to him because he just wasn't going to listen. So anyway, uh, we we were kind of, you know, right, that's it. We'll just ignore it. And my girlfriend wasn't talking to me. Uh, a number of the other girls had had a go at their boyfriends because they were, you know, 
they were, oh, I bet you knew about this. And I thought, fucking hell. Do you know what? We've had, since about the start of summer, we've been arguing with our girlfriends. And bear in mind that we've had quite a long period of just messing around, taking it easy, all casual, no one's getting serious. And all of a sudden, we're all in married, committed relationships, having fucking arguments. It was madness. The whole summer, we were arguing. All towards the end of summer, we were arguing. And it's all to do with Hunter and his bloody girlfriend. Anyway, um, it had got to the point where I'd said, look, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a flying fuck if uh my girlfriend hates me she can fuck off i don't give a i don't give a flying fuck if hate hunter hates me because he can do the same or if she hates me because she is a shit stirring bitch anyway she caused all this and yet all the fucking blame for this is being put on me so anyway i just let it you know wash over me little while afterwards i'm in the garage mum and dad's house and i'm I happen to be trying to get a scratch out of the bonnet of this car. And Fiesta Man turns up. <laughs> he got out of his car with another guy. And he come over and he says, what the fuck do you think you were doing grassing me up to her? And I said, what the fuck do you think you're doing bringing fucking muscle? What is this? You, you, you're you going to take a pop? I said, because, you know, feel free, like... But after you've finished taking a pop, you better make sure I'm in a fucking coma. Because by the time I'm finished, I'm going to... Because if I'm not, I'm going to make a phone call and have your fucking kneecaps removed. Anyway, he was uh, he was giving it the mouth big time. And his mate was just st- stood there trying to be intimidating. And I kept calling this guy Steve's boyfriend. I kept saying, and if you and your fucking boyfriend want to have a pop at me, and this guy was getting more and more agitated, he really was. And Steve was going, no, back off, back off. No, don't do it, don't do it. Fucking do it. I know, I don't give a shit, do it. So I, I just said to him, look, I tell you what, Steve, you are one of the biggest pieces of shit I've ever met in my fucking life. I don't give a shit today or tomorrow or the day after if you live die or fall under a fucking bus i couldn't give a fuck just as long as you stayed a fuck out of my life forever all right easy as that then i picked up the phone to hunter's ex and gave her the same speech then i picked up the phone to hunter and gave him the same speech then i picked up the phone to my girlfriend and fucking dumped her then i went out with the boys that night and got pissed and we had a right old laugh a right old laugh it was like back being in the old days and i wasn't the only one there were two of the guys in our group who also dumped their girlfriends that night because ultimately who was getting the blame for this and it wasn't our mistake i (laughs) i didn't uh force steve and hunter's ex to get together in my garage I didn't initiate anything between the two of them. I didn't tell Steve that he ought to go and screw around on her. And I didn't ostracise Hunter. He did that to his fucking self. It's a crazy, crazy situation, you know, when you're that age. Relationships are mad things. And I've I've learned I've learned a number of lessons over the years. And one of the biggest ones is 
never get involved in somebody else's relationship. I mean, literally, if, if I'd have had hindsight now, I think what I would have done was just hold my hands up and say, it's fuck all to do with me. I don't want to know. I don't want to know her. I don't want to know Hunter. I don't want to know Steve until you get it all fucking sorted out and you're all friends. And when you do, come back to me. We'll carry on having a laugh and a joke and a fucking smile. Until then, fuck off. All of you. All three of you. Just fuck off. And then hopefully, you know, that would have dealt with it. But getting involved in someone else's relationship, and I didn't try, it just happened. It just happened. I got dragged into it. And I think that is grossly, grossly unfair. So big lesson to you, all right? Big lesson. And the lesson is simple. Don't get involved in someone else's relationship. Don't rely on your mates to, you know, for moral or or physical or mental support. When you're getting dragged into something like that, it's the worst feeling in the world. So don't fucking do it. Simple as that. Just don't do it. Hunter... I know, because I've spoke to him a number of times since, has since forgiven me, understands what went on. He has since apologised and actually offered me a free, which I haven't taken him up on. But having said that, every time I met him, like it, I think it was probably about, it was about a year after that, the hunter started hanging around with us again. And he offered me this pop on his chin. And I said to him, all right, I'm going to take you up on that but you will never know when it's fucking coming and I will not give you any warning. And every every now and then, when he was looking, I'd go, Hunter! And then I'd hold my fists up. And he'd go, Whoa! And I'd go, nope, not yet, not yet. <laughs> oh, dear. I tell you, you know, relationships are crazy things. Relationships, when you... I've got so many stories about relationships when I was that age. And the girl that I was going out with at the time... Well, you know, I never got together with her again. She started seeing someone else. I couldn't give a fuck. I mean, I'd, I'd done with her. I'd finished with her. She gave me so much arse ache that I just didn't want to know her anymore. And it just pissed the living shit out of me. I just, oh, man. Relationships are about fun. They are about uh, mutual enjoyment of each other's company. And that's whether or not it's a sexual relationship, physical relationship, or whether or not it's a buddy relationship. They are all about give and take. Yeah, you have to be there when you when the other person's down. All right, people have been there for me when I'm down. I mean, seriously there for me when I'm down. And I've been there for other people when they're down. But that's not what a relationship is all about in any way, shape or form. A relationship is about getting you know mutual uh satisfaction from each other's company and that means having a laugh having a joke when you laugh you laugh together mate you sit and cry and you do it on your own it's as simple as that hope you've enjoyed this one guys this has been uh hunter's missus and uh oh what should i call it should i call it hunter's missus hunter's x let's call it hunter's x and i will as ever see you on the dark side guys you all take care and I'll see you soon.